0: Hello and welcome to Knock It Off, the blog that's named after our dad's go-to phrase when we were pushing the bounds of his patience. This is Kara Wood, I am sister number one of the two sisters behind this thing, the other one being Bethany Bell. Together we are two unqualified mothers sharing our personal stories in the hopes that you don't feel so alone. We both participated in a turkey trot of sorts over Thanksgiving. So we thought, what better thing to write about this week than our respective experiences? Here it goes. To turkey trot or not? Are you one of those people? Ah, the pre-crack of dawn, Thanksgiving morning 5K and half marathon, when a large crowd of people rise obscenely early from their slumbers and gather to run. You are likely having one of two reactions. A. Let's go! You do it every year! You have a streak going! Or B. You just posted that meme circulating when one eye rolls because they have married into a family that runs 5Ks on holiday mornings! For the record, our extended family is a mixed conglomeration of the above. What is it about the turkey trot that melts one's butter? We pay the registration fee—the equivalent of a nice seafood dinner for two—drag the kids to grandma's in the wee hours of the morning, and drive across town to find a random parking spot behind a smoothie joint dumpster. We then open the car door to the elite runner relieving himself in the bushes after his five-mile warm-up. We stand twenty people deep in the porta-potty line striving to avoid a pre-race accident and make our way to the start with a load of strangers, many of whom have forgotten the courtesy of the AM deodorant application. Next, it's time to pound the pavement for multiple miles. Did we mention this is done on the one holiday a year when it is standard behavior to lounge all day, gnawing on a turkey leg while staring blankly at the Detroit Lions game, wishing it was the Kansas City Chiefs so you could get a glimpse of that tight end? On the other hand, there is that sense of accomplishment we tackled multiple obstacles to treat our bodies to a challenge before a turkey feast. Bethany has participated in this spectacle a number of times throughout the years, sometimes tackling the half-marathon with her husband, who himself has an impressive eight-year Thanksgiving half-marathon streak going, and sometimes preferring to do the 5K. This was a 5K year for her and a last-minute entry one at that, purely to support the crazy half-marathoners in her life. Kara has never participated in a Thanksgiving Day organized run because, let's be honest, she finds the concept to border insanity. Plus, it would interfere with her yearly viewing of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and her beloved Rockettes performing in perfect unison. But somehow, some way, Kara found herself signing up for the Thanksgiving half-marathon this year. See, last year she had a lofty goal of completing a half. It would be her third, and a much-needed push to finally drop that baby weight. But she picked one that was scheduled in mid-December. She quickly learned that the holiday season with kiddos is the worst possible time one can choose to spend hours-per-week training. So she dropped out of the race in early December 2022 and breathed a simultaneous sigh of relief and disappointment. This year, Kara told herself, if she got the half-marathon training and race out of the way before the start of the busy holiday season, she'd actually accomplish the goal. So, she decided to give it a whirl. As we took our respective places at the starting line, we marveled at the variety of characters. The tall, lanky gentleman in front of Bethany spotted his friend, hollered him over, and yanked his tank top to the side, revealing a freshly healed incision from a recent pacemaker implant. I just had heart surgery! That's how I'm doing! Kara found herself intrigued by the ladies with the homemade feather skirts and turkey hats. While the creativity was impressive, she couldn't help but wonder how the gobbler models would hold up with such distractions around mile 10. Kara also appreciated the pre-race updates coming to her Apple Watch from Bethany. Ten-minute delay. Shorter bathroom lines behind the building. Your ass looks great. After the start, a lot of the race was a blur for Kara. Nevertheless, she was forever grateful to her boss who forewent running his own pace to ensure she kept hers. At least until mile nine. Then it was necessary to switch to, You'll finish this! mode. She was not so grateful to the two men utilizing the Galloway run-walk method, loudly discussing random topics such as electric cars and hiking, who for miles and miles ran ahead, only to start walking and fall behind, and do it all over again times 50, a real mental screwball to those attempting to maintain a consistent pace. Think of the jerk on the interstate, freeway as we like to call it who speeds up and slows down constantly and who you just can't shake. It got really interesting at mile 10. Kara heard a loud pop in one ear. For hours, she'd lose hearing on that side. This is running at 39, she told herself silently. Actual words could not be uttered at this moment. Around this exact time, Bethany was standing among the spectators at the finish line in full observation mode after beating herself up for not placing in the top three for age group, but she'll tell you in a social setting she's not competitive. She saw a woman with a severe limp and a prior knee scar who finished her 5K at one hour and 25 minutes. The look on her face was soaked in grit. Nobody cheered. An elite runner finished his half marathon at 1 hour 16 minutes just behind her. They had a delayed 10 minute start. People cheered. Bethany's husband, Adam, rounded the bend at an 8.14 miles per hour pace, Bethany hooting and hollering during his final steps across the timing mat. After a quick assessment as to the condition of his back, recent injury because hello late 30s, They turned their attention back to the final stretch of distance to await Kara, her boss, and her husband, Tyler's finishes. Before long, they spotted Kara. She looked near death, but by God determined. There's a fine line must flirt with in these situations between feeling like death and actually dying. More hooting and hollering as she willed herself across the finish line. Let's go check on her were the words uttered by the concerned sister. However, Adam and Bethany had trouble pinning Kara down as she moved further and further away from the crowd. Oh man, she's in spew territory, they thought. As Kara's abandoned boss wandered the parking lot, searching for a bagel but settling for a banana. Once they caught up to her, they realized something about Kara was different. She was yelling at them. As someone highly sensitive to loud noises, Bethany's irritation scale jumped considerably. Shut up, she thought. We hear you. Then the news of the perforated eardrum. Something popped, Kara explained in a sort of forward flex position, pointing to her right ear. I can't hear anything. They blinked at her as her recently found boss shrugged his shoulders. I'm in a tunnel. Do you hear that? A GD tunnel! Bethany, unsure of how to respond, began attempting to sign language to Kara to shut the hell up despite the fact that she does not know American Sign Language. They found their way back to the finish line to cheer Tyler on before scooting across the street to the craft beer joint to imbibe on a freebie for running. Kara attempted to stomach some water as the other finishers with preserved hearing drank their participation trophies, and she prayed not to be the first sober person to spew in the bar. As the day wore on and the soreness got worse, Kara told herself what she has on each occasion she's completed one of these things. Never again. Soon after this sentiment was uttered, she regained hearing in her right ear. The Rhine Gods disagree. The turkey trot is here to stay. Editor's note, this last line was added by Bethany without Kara's knowledge or consent. All right, that's it for this week's piece. Thank you so much for listening. I'll tell you, I had quite a time getting through that because um, reading my sister's observations of me post-race finish was just a little too much to handle, but... Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. Please ensure you're subscribing to knockitoff.substack.com and we will be back next Sunday with a fresh new piece.